Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about. This weekend, the State Line is back on. I'm Steve Summers. Jean Lopez is joining us from Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful. How are you this morning? I am great, Steve. How are you? Doing great. Uh, I'm glad you were able to join us because Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful, through the whole pandemic, you still have hours. You're still collecting TVs and all that fun stuff, right? We sure are. We have been up and running for the whole thing, and we've been going gangbusters. I actually uh, took an old projection TV there about uh, two, three, four months ago on an air conditioner, and I couldn't believe the line to get through the drive-thru service. Oh, yes. Everyone's cleaning out their houses and bringing all the recyclables to us, and it is wonderful. Which is awesome. So that is still open. Uh, You have hours for that, though. If you're listening and thinking, oh, I'm going to take a TV there now. Wait a minute. Here are the hours. That's right. (laughs) Our our main location is on Hydraulic Road and South Alpine. Those dates and those times are Tuesday afternoons from two o'clock to five o'clock, and Saturday mornings nine to noon. And at our new McChesney Park location, which is the old Bear Iron and Metal facility, eighty four o nine North Second, we are taking collections from. Wednesday afternoon, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock, and also Saturday mornings there as well from 9 to noon. And for people who are wondering why the limited hours, it's probably due to personnel, correct? That is correct. We are volunteer run for our uh, collections. So we have to set up times when we have our wonderful volunteers come out and support us. And that's why we need them because they will unload your car for you. You don't even have to get out of your car. They will come up to your car, ask what you have, unload you, and, and then you can be on your way fast and easy. So that is going on. So that takes money and resources because you don't just like, well, we do. We just drop drop and roll and then we forget about it. But you have to clean it up afterwards and there's an expense to that. Yes, there is. Um, we Everything to drop off is free with the exception of a TV or a computer monitor or an item with refrigerant in it because we have to pay somebody to remove that. Um, And it has to be recycled a certain way, and that's the guideline that the EPA uh, standards have set out. So we have to follow those guidelines. Other from that, everything is a free donation to drop off. So we're here. And you need some help and assistance, and you're doing a fundraiser, which is going to be a lot of fun if you are a golfer, because that seems to be the way to make money these years. <laughs> yes, we unfortunately have had to cancel any fundraiser we have had up until this wonderful golf outing, which our golf play day is coming up September 25th. And it is coming together nicely. We have some wonderful games along the courses, uh, some drink samples, um, prizes, uh, raffle things. We have a lot of food. We have a lot coming up. And we are looking for some more golfers because it's, you know, we want to build this into a an, really fun event and it's coming along and uh, we'd love to have you and this is one thing that we are hosting because golf outings are allowed. That's right and uh, where is this going to be held on September 25th? Okay, Elliott Golf Course which is in Rockford. It's a beautiful course. We have drone footage on our website uh, knib.org. You can see the actual course. It's beautiful. Um, The shotgun start is at 9 a.m. so you can register a little earlier any time after 8 um, we are going to have food. We have prizes and uh, games, a lot of games, minnow racing, 
um, chipping the rubber ducky into the Yeti cooler. Um, oh, my gosh, there's a whole bunch of them. It's just really going to be a good time. And, again, that's a plastic rubber ducky, not a real baby ducky, Correct. so no we one will be injured. never hurt the cute little ducks. <laughs> <laughs> chipping the rubber little rubber ducky into the Yeti cooler. That is creative. I like right. that one. Right. And, it's harder than you think. <laughs> it sounds fun, but it's probably very hard. It is. Uh, the other thing is that this event is on a Friday, so you can play hooky from work or whatever on oh, a beautiful-looking day, September 25th, Elliott Golf Course. So now you've got me intrigued. How do I sign up? Oh, it's real easy. You can either call us directly um, at 815-637-1343, or you can go to our website at knib.org. And sign up online. K-N-I-B, as in boy, dot org. Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful dot org. That's what it stands for. So That's correct. Yep. Knib.com to sign up for the golf outing September 25th. And you also have your hours of recycling and collection there as well, correct? Yes. K- knib.org, not dot .com. Oh, I'm glad you Sorry. corrected me. That's too early. See, I haven't had enough coffee yet. Right, right. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much. Good luck on your event. Uh, if anything else happens as far as collections go or you expand or you see a decrease, whatever, just let us know, okay? Great, will do. Thank you so much. All right, Gene Lopez, Events and Communications Coordinator for Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful. More of This Week in the State Line in a moment. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Only in the forest can you see this. And this. And this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. I didn't know it could do that! Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
This week in the State Line is back. We are talking to Shauna Elliman from the uh, Downtown Beloit Association. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? Very, very good. Uh, I'm glad you were able to join us this morning because, as we were just laughing about, it's something other than COVID-19 to talk about, which is great. Yes, anything that's positive, I'm happy to talk about. And we're going to talk about a book drive. How cool is this for all ages? So you need books for a library? Yeah, so we have um, 10 little free libraries throughout downtown Beloit, and they're used regularly by people walking around downtown. They pick up a book. Um, So little free libraries are like take a book, leave a book. Um, So we have a tendency downtown to have more people taking books than leaving books, which is okay. It's great. People are reading. People are taking them. Um, But we've ran into a book shortage, and so some of our libraries are empty, and so we need to fill them back up. Uh, What kind of books are we talking about? Children's books, books about history, car books, what? Anything, really. You know, we have, um, if you have any that are for all ages, we love that. We get a lot that are cookbooks, and people love those. Um, We also get some that are in Spanish or other languages, so people love that because then they can learn another language. They love that. Um, But we really, we have only one of our libraries is actually dedicated to children. All the rest of them are just for all ages. So overall, you're promoting reading and literacy, which is awesome. Yes, and getting out and walking. You know, come visit all of our libraries. Take a tour. So if we have a whole bunch of books, we would like to donate them to you. How do we and where and all that fun stuff? So Beloit Daily News, which is located right here in downtown Beloit at 149 State Street, they have been gracious and they're allowing us to do the book drive to drop off there Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And they have a big, huge box in their foyer. Um, So if they're already bagged up, you can put them in there. If they're in a box, just set them next to their box. So this is any time, Monday through Friday, and not just through the end of the month, any time we could drop off books? Uh, Yeah, so through the end of this month is what we're looking at. Um, Once we move to our new location, um, we'll probably do the book drive there, too. So we'll probably have to take a little bit of time off uh, from the book drive And then uh, once we move next month, towards the end of next month, then we'll have a book drive at our office every day. And where are you moving to? Uh, So we're moving to 557 East Grand Avenue. It's the former Beloit Sports Center. Uh, They moved to Janesville, and this is a great opportunity for us to have a 5,000-square-foot space uh, that we can host events in. Uh, We are planning to do a year-round farmer's market, um, so our market would be inside from November through uh, the end of April. And, and right now your downtown farmer's market only happens on Saturdays from, what, 9 to noon? Yes. Uh-huh. And that and runs rain or shine. It's outdoors, summer. and that has to end in October because of the fall and everything. So. <laughs> right, exactly. So it always ends the last Saturday in October um, as the outdoor market. So now starting this year, we'll have an indoor market starting the first Saturday in November. So with your farmer's market, of course, you have to limit the vendors because of COVID-19. Masks are required. But uh, have you seen a, a good return so far? People are still supporting it? Oh, yeah. We um, So we can have a maximum of 400 people in the market at one time. And uh, we are having people come spread out throughout the 9 to noon time period. So we haven't had any lines at this time. Um, but we do keep an eye on and we do count how many people enter and exit the market. Excellent. And uh, the last time I was in Beloit, I actually enjoyed an incredible burger at Lucy's. Uh, the food in Beloit is amazing. You're going to have a special what Bites of Beloit coming up in September, correct? Yeah, we have all of uh, lots of the restaurants in downtown Beloit are participating, and then we actually have a couple that are not downtown 
that are actually going to jump on board and participate as well. So uh, we will have um, from September 9th through the 13th, uh, we're going to be having the Bites of Beloit. So you can check out our Facebook page, Downtown Beloit Association, um, and all of that is in the events section. So we get to like uh, go uh, restaurant hopping. I almost said bar hopping, but it's restaurant hopping. <laughs> Yeah, restaurant hopping. Like each night, you can pick a different uh, restaurant to go to. Uh, the menu is going to is posted on the website, um, bitesofbeloit.com, and then um, you can pick a lunch time or a dinner time that you want to go, and you can make reservations. Um, so you can really plan out your week and see what you want to enjoy. Um, and it's always a set price, so. Um, there's no, you know, and it always includes for dinner a three-course meal, for lunch a two-course meal. So much going on in Beloit, and it's just a short little drive. And the best resource that anyone in the state line could go to where everything is updated is your Facebook page? Yes, our Facebook page, Downtown Beloit Association. We also have one for the Beloit Farmers Market. And then everything is always on our website, which is downtownbeloit.com. Downtownbeloit.com. And soon it'll be so easy to get there because the I-4, I-90 ramps will be in place and you'll be able to fly through that city. (laughs) That's right. You'll be able to come even faster. Those are the biggest exit ramps I've ever seen in my life. You know, it always reminds me of like the Ohio Turnpike and uh, the ones that are in St. Louis. Like that's what it reminds me of. And um, they look scary at first, but once you do them the first time, you're good. Well, Shauna, it's so nice to talk to you. Thank you for updating us on everything in downtown Beloit, and please keep in touch. Uh, it was just fun to talk about something other than COVID-19. It really was. Right, exactly. Thanks for having me, and have a good day. Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara is next on This Week in the State Line. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org.
And we're back. Grab another cup of coffee because it's time to talk with Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, Steve. I'm doing really well. How are you? Doing great. I just wanted to say I thought about you on Tuesday night. I was up on the rooftop, the top bar of the new Embassy Suites Hotel, and what a stunning view of our city. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? It makes you uh, get a whole different perspective of the city. Uh, really makes you proud. And we need to uh, pack that uh, wonderful Morrissey Conference Center and let's get some people there as soon as possible, as soon as COVID-19 goes away. <laughs> no doubt. As soon as it's uh, safe and responsible to gather again in large groups, it'll certainly be uh, full. And since we're talking about COVID-19, the seesaw, the roller coaster ride up and down the levels and the numbers, uh, is that something we thought would happen or is this something that you kind of anticipated or what? You know, I don't think it's a real big shock. Uh, I would say if residents are like myself, it does get a bit nauseating uh, to continually hear, well, numbers are down and then the next day numbers are up. And I think the consistent thing is we know what helps slow the spread. We all just need to play our role. We just need to wash our hands. We need to practice social distancing. We need to take events that could be outside, take them outdoors, uh, and we need to wear our face covering. Uh, right now, it's hard for an average citizen to watch those numbers every single day because you you can bring yourself up to a panic or you can get yourself too calm and not and kind of let your guard down. And I think everyone just needs to continue to be vigilant to move our community through this. We have a wonderful health department director and Dr. Martell. We have a tremendous emergency operations center uh, manager and Mallory Wren, who is uh, monitoring these numbers for us all of the time, constantly. And so just focus on those things that we know we all control. And those are the ones I mentioned previously. Well said. Uh, good news and bad news. Let's start off with the good news. The infrastructure improvements recently getting close to $2 million grant to use to improve our infrastructure. You already know how you're going to spend that money? We do. So uh, Seminary Street over Keith Creek Bridge uh, replacement. Uh, the city is using federal funds to replace the bridge. Uh, and that bridge it's, is load posted, so it, it can only take certain loads. Oh. So we're going to use uh, city funds there to help uh, with pay our local match. Then uh, the Seminary Street and Gregory Street water main replacement that has long been overdue. Uh, that that replacement is literally replacing a 100-year-old water main. So uh, what's really interesting is we have a tremendous uh, – leader of our water utility, and that's Jamie Rhodes. She's done a phenomenal job picking up after Kyle Saunders uh, and really ensuring that we get high-quality water and that we're continually investing in our water infrastructure. When it comes to bridges, uh, I think that when I got elected, we had between 15 and 20 bridges that had load restrictions. And you think about the negative impacts that that has, not just on those areas, but on commerce. Uh, and economic development. And now we are down to, uh, I believe it's five bridges that we're down to, and all of those are in our capital improvement plan uh, that we approved last year. So we're making a lot of progress when it comes to those load-restricted bridges, and this is just yet another example of it. Very good. And then um, the hot button of the week would have been the announcement from Mercy Health that they're going to be pulling out of the location. And uh, and your response to them was... uh 
pretty well documented about the Rockton Avenue campus. Do you want to uh, expand on that or respond to that? I don't want to, but I'm most happy to. Uh, I don't want to because I don't think we should ever have had to have gotten to this point. So my frustration uh, isn't solely, Steve, about the emergency room. My frustration is when you look at over the last, let's say, four to eight months, the systematic reduction of services where services are needed. And you look at uh, what they've done with pediatrics, the PICU, that you look at what they've done with mental health, uh, what they've done uh, with managed care patients, what now they're doing with the emergency room. It's just incredibly disheartening and it angers you when you see the dismantling of services uh, over really a short period of time in an area of our community that really needs the services. And I, I'm not naive. I understand the financial pressures that COVID is putting on everyone. All of our health systems are impacted by COVID-19. And I know I, I can understand it's kind of an oxymoron at the time that we're all leaning towards our health systems for care during global health pandemic that they are struggling, but that's the truth. They really all are. So I understand the financial pressures, but I also understand that OSF and Swedish American are stepping up and not cutting critical core services. Uh, And Mercy seems to be cutting critical core services, and they seem to be cutting those critical core services only on the west side of town. Are you looking to continue conversations about maybe keeping that location open, the Rockton Avenue campus? They better keep it open. Um, I was part of the whole funds and everything else that was created for it. You're darn right, it was. Uh, A lot of discussion went into that, and quite honestly, a lot of their own promises that weren't in agreements were part of it. Uh, I mean, we heard for a long period of time how much that side of town meant to certain uh, high-level staff members at uh, Mercy. We're just not seeing that in action. So it's, again, just an opportunity where people spoke a lot uh, and had impassioned words, but just didn't do a lot. And so, yeah, we want them to stay. They provide, their staff provides tremendous care and their staff is incredibly professional and and cares deeply for our citizens. Uh, We want them to stay. And also on the other side, they provide a number of really important jobs to that part of town. We want them to stay. Uh, We want to be a partner with them. But we need, uh, you know, you can't have a partnership with yourself. You need to have a second person that you can be a partner with. And we're here ready to be a partner. And the City of Rockford government Facebook page is loaded with comments from residents. My question to you is, uh, I know you've got a ton of things to read and peruse through. Have you actually had some time to go through the comments and get a perspective? Uh, On the City of Rockford's Facebook page, on this particular post, to be honest, Steve, I have not. I've just been slammed with a lot of different stuff to go through every Facebook comment. 355-plus comments, and it continues to grow. So uh, it's good reading. It's very... um, enlightening and it shows that there is a passion for rockford and it's not just coming from you on your one side it comes from everybody in that area so yeah and uh, you know when i say i haven't read those comments i can certainly tell you i've read every single one of the emails uh phone calls text messages that have been sent directly to me and uh, you're right we have a it sounds corny especially coming from a politician but what makes us a special place is our people uh their heart uh, their values, 
and their diversity makes us a special place. And we see that literally on a daily basis. We just got done seeing it, and I think we touched on it last week briefly. But, you know, when two tornadoes come through town, one of the neatest things that you see in Rockford, and you do not see it in every community, is neighbors out in other neighbors' driveways chopping down trees and uh, helping them move debris to the curb. Uh, That's who Rockford is, and we need to continue to focus on those things that bind us together and stop focusing on the things that tear us apart. That's right. And focus on filling out that 2020 census. Time is running out. You only have about 30 plus days to get that filled out at 2020census.gov. And uh, I'm still pushing it for you, sir. I know you said get the word out. I didn't even pay you for that. So thank you. <laughs> uh, how yeah, about a free? Uh, we need people to fill the census out. That's right. And a job opening, too. You have a job opening listed on your City of Rockford Government Facebook page as well, too. So. Um, we do. We have a, a job opening for an assistant uh, city attorney. Um, one thing that we didn't mention and it's kind of gone somewhat unnoticed is uh, the Alpine Dam. There's been lots of discussion about the murals out at Alpine Dam, but we also need to focus on the project at Alpine Dam. So we have been talking about modernizing Alpine Dam for more than a decade And over the last three years, we have been able to set funds aside so that we could actually get this done this year. Uh, This is a $4 million modernization of this dam. It will allow us to regulate the flow of that water far better, uh, and that helps everyone. Uh, I would say folks probably would be embarrassed if they see how we had to regulate the water in years past because we literally have to go out there with a, a, a staff member and hand crank the dam. Uh, this will help modernize it uh, and really help uh, our community for decades and decades to come. It'll probably help the flooding of that water at Aldine Park because it got so bad that you can't even use the grass at the facilities there. Yeah, we're also considering an additional spillway over there. So it, it, all, of, all of our plans for Alpine Dam will certainly help alleviate that as well as downstream. And uh, I'm just curious, how thick was the paint on Aldine Dam when they actually scraped it all off to get to the concrete? So uh, I don't know the exact thickness, but I know it was more than an inch uh, thick. I I believe it was several inches, but I can talk to our public works director and get you an answer next week, and maybe you can do a contest. How thick do you think it was? (laughs) That's the geek in me. I just want to know how thick that paint was on Aldine Dam. Wow. Well, we appreciate the time. We know it's very tight for you today. We appreciate every opportunity to talk to you about our wonderful city and uh, keep up the good work. Keep in touch. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. You have a wonderful day. Stay you safe. too. Rock for Mayor Tom McNamara on This Week in the State Line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This Week in the State Line is produced by Midwest Family Illinois.